Today on the show, we'll talk about Brady signs with Tampa Bay. Where does the NBA season go from here? NFL free agency and much more all on the 7-Eleven Sports Podcast. And don't forget to check us out on Instagram at 7-Eleven underscore sports podcast or search us on Facebook and Twitter. The MLB is postponing their season till May. The league has announced that they will push back opening day another eight weeks amid the COVID-19 outbreak, meaning the regular season will not start till mid-May at best case scenario. Many owners are now donating $30 million to the stadium workers who will be heavily affected by this. Commissioner Rob Manfred has urged players to find a home that they can stay in for quite some time. Manfred also stated that the players can stay in the cities where they live or near the spring training sites. Two minor league players of the Yankees have tested positive for the COVID-19. Minor league baseball has also been postponed due to the outbreak. The MLB is trying is, is targeting mid-May to begin the 2020 baseball season. Arizona Diamondbacks manager Tori Lavallo said that he feels like he's playing hooky every day. Most players have to adjust to the new normal players will have to find different ways to train during the pandemic. This will be the latest start in league history. Earlier yesterday, it was reported that four Nets players had tested positive for COVID-19. It was then that Durant reached out to the Atlanta to confirm that he is one of the players affected by the virus. He told The Athletic, everyone be careful, take care of yourself, and quarantine. We're going to get through this. Durant is by far the biggest name, along with Donovan Mitchell, in sports to be affected by the virus. He reported that he is he was not feeling any of the systems of the flu virus, but apparently one of the three players was. The rest of the team, coaches, and staff have been tested by a private company. The Nets have asked all their players and staff in the organization to stay put and be in communication with the team doctor. Players and teams that the Nets have recently played are also being notified and will likely need to be tested as well. LeBron James and the Lakers were the last team the Nets had played before the season was postponed. Before we dive into some more awesome sports topics, I'd like to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard anything about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Can't go wrong with that. And guess what? There's even creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That's not all, though. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It keeps on getting better, though. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, let's get back to the show. Where does the NBA season go from here? As we've talked about on the show recently, the NBA is looking for different ways to resume the 2019-2020 basketball season. Their plans as of now are to return in June. However, the plans they return is that the arenas will be played without fans. Because of this, the NBA will reportedly lose $500 million in ticket revenue. The league hopes to continue where they left off in March. The four scenarios on how they could finish the season could end up being this. The first way is to resume the season where they left off. This is what the owners are planning to do. 
The next option is to return straight to the playoffs. In my opinion, this would be the best option. Most of the playoffs have already been determined, and the only undecided playoff spot is the eighth seed in the Western Conference between the Memphis Grizzlies and the Portland Trailblazers. The third way is to combine this season and next season while not playing again until October. This way would be the farthest chance of happening. The last resort and what nobody wants is to cancel the season altogether and not crown a champion. It would be the first time ever in the league's history that they would not have a finals. The PGA Tour cancels all events through May 10th. More and more golf tournaments are continuing to be canceled or postponed. The Masters, which is the crown jewel of them all, has already been postponed. They are looking to reschedule it sometime later this year. Legend of Golf Jack Nichols does, doesn't believe the Masters will be played this year. Current golfer Kevin Keisner also doesn't think they will have it either. However, the Masters is looking to move it sometime in the fall, according to ESPN Golf insider Bob Herrig. He believes the Masters and the PGA are looking for October as the new date for the 2020 Masters Tournament. Despite Rory McIlroy not winning a Masters tournament yet, he is still considered to be one of the best. He is a professional golfer that is from, Bo- from Northern Ireland and is a member of both the European and the PGA Tour. He currently ranks as the number one golfer in the world. He spent his career being, re- being ranked number one 100 times according to the official World Golf Ranking. He has won the PGA Championship twice, the US Open once, and has also won the Open Championship. Recently, McElroy and other golfers such as Brooks Kepka, John Rahm, and Francisco Molinari were all invited to join the new Premier Golf League, but all of them, including McElroy, declined. The new Premier Golf League is a new startup league that will begin the year 2022 and will try to compete against the established PGA. Most star golfers have said they don't want they don't like the new PGL because of a controversial source of funding, only 48 golfers, and a lack of competitiveness, according to golfer John Rahm. It was reported yesterday that Teddy Bridgewater signed a three-year $63 million contract. Bridgewater last season went 5-0 as the starting quarterback for the Saints as he filled in for the injured Drew Brees. Teddy re-signed with the Saints last offseason and became the highest paid backup in the league. Despite getting offers to be a starter in Miami, he declined to be the backup to Brees, who is one of the greatest quarterbacks ever to play. The Panthers will now look to trade the former MVP and number one overall pick Cam Newton. There are many sources that say the Bears have interest in Newton. Matt Nagy, the coach of the Chicago Bears, runs a similar offense that Newton plays. The LA Chargers are another team that have been interested in Newton. Amari Cooper is returning to the Cowboys on a five-year, $100 million contract to become the second highest paid receiver in the league. Cooper has been great for the Cowboys since he was traded since he was traded from the Raiders back in 2018. The Cowboys almost franchise tagged Cooper instead of Prescott, but decided to sign Cooper instead. Dallas still might draft a receiver in the early rounds of the draft to take pressure off of Cooper. The Cowboys still have cap room for Prescott, but they will still need to get a deal done by July when the franchise tag expires. Philip Rivers has signed a one-year deal with the Indianapolis Colts worth $25 million. Rivers has spent his entire 16-year career with the Chargers. Most believe Rivers was not happy when the Chargers moved out of San Diego to L.A. back in 2017. He never did leave his family out of San Diego. The drive from his house to Charger Stadium in Carson, California was a three-hour drive. 
The Colts coach Frank Wright was his former offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach of the Chargers back in 2013 through 2015. Reich was a former quarterback for the Bills, Panthers, Jets, and the Lions. Drew Brees is also coming back on the, to the Saints on a two-year, $50 million contract. Brees will be playing his 20th season in the NFL and 15th with the New Orleans Saints. His backup, Taysom Hill, has no offers besides the Saints. New Orleans placed a first-round tender on Hill, which means if a team signs him, they will have to give up a first-round pick for Hill. A.J. Green of the Bengals was franchise-tagged along with Jags pass rusher Yannick Nguakwe, Titans running back Derrick Henry, and Steelers linebacker Bud Debris. Here's what people are saying about the top seven draft picks. Pick number one and two in the draft are almost guaranteed to be quarterback Joe Burrow to the Bengals and defensive end Chase Young of Ohio State to the Washington Redskins. Most have cornerback Jeffrey Okuda, also of Ohio State, going to the Lions. The Giants are the fourth pick in the draft, and while some believe the Giants will pick up a player on the defensive side of the ball, in particular a linebacker on defense or a linebacker or lineman, some are also thinking they will pick from the offensive line. Before the combine, McKay Becton of Louisville was thought to be a good choice. However, Tristan Wirfs, Tristan Wirfs, the offensive tackle from Iowa, had a stellar performance, and most people think he is the most athletic lineman in the draft class. Just yesterday, Jack, Jackson Thompson of Sports Illustrated give, gave insight that he believes Wirfs may be the right fit for the New York Giants. If they want to protect their young quarterback, Daniel Jones, and block for the explosive Saquon Barkley. Dan Kadar of SB Nation also agrees. For the fifth pick of the draft, many believe that quarterback Tua Tungavaloa of Alabama will be going to the Miami Dolphins, although quarterback Justin Herbert would be the next best option. Now that Philip Rivers has officially left LA, the void must be filled. Justin Herbert is the likely option out of Oregon, although Jordan Love of Utah State ranks higher on the draft board, according to CBS Sports and ESPN draft analyst Todd McShay. While the Panthers could improve on the defensive side of the ball, they could also use some protection for their brand new quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater. Depending on what other teams ahead of them do, the Panthers could take one of three players, Becton, Wirfs, or Jarek Willis of Alabama. It was announced via Instagram that Tom Brady would not return to the Patriots for the first time in his 20-year career. Later that afternoon, it was reported that Tom Brady had signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, according to ESPN NFL insider Adam Schefter. Most believe that Brady signed with the Bucs because of the weapons they have in Tampa. Brady also likes the Buccaneers head coach, Bruce Arians. Another interesting note is that the Super Bowl is held in Tampa this season. No NFL team has ever hosted a Super Bowl and played in it that same year. However, the Buccaneers have not reached the playoffs since 2007 and last year finished with a record of 7-9. The offensive coordinator and former NFL quarterback Byron Leftwich knows Brady and played against him when he was with the Jags. The contract was reportedly worth $30 million a year for the next two seasons. Brady led the Patriots to nine Super Bowls, winning six of them. He won four Super Bowls and three league MVPs. He was a 14-time first-team All-Pro and a 16-time Pro Bowler. Brady joins many Hall of Fame quarterbacks to leave the team that drafted them. The list includes Brady's own rival, Peyton Manning, and other guys such as Joe Montana, Joe Namath, and Brett Favre. This will be Brady's 21st season.
Thanks for listening to the 7-Eleven Sports Podcast, your top seven sports stories of the day in just 11 minutes on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, or Breaker.